0: Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. I got weird there at the end. Yeah, a little outside
1: of the norm. Yeah. World. um, Yeah. All right, well, here we go. Yeah, let's do it.
0: As he spoke to his wife, Barbara, Ernest said, quote, I wish you'd never come here. If I tell you what I saw, people will think I was drunk or crazy. They'll never believe me, end quote. Are they just at home? (laughs) Yeah, they're at his apartment. There's a, a, um, a newspaper article writer. There's a journalist there as well. Okay. From the Toronto Sun article by Lori Goldstein, 1979. Quote, it was pitch black in there. I saw it with my flashlight. The eyes were orange and red. Slanted, it was long and thin, almost like a monkey. Three feet long, large teeth, weighing maybe 30 pounds, with slate gray fur. End quote. What's Ernie up to? Chilling. Mm -hmm. Ernie had been caring for a small kitten. And he's <laughs> adorable okay. and, and and he went looking for it. It must have escaped him for a little bit mm-hmm. within a small cave near his apartment. It's like a whole it's like a whole thing in the ground. It's very it just when there are things I read about this structure it seemed like it was the outside was a little um, left a lot to be desired. OK. Right. Yeah. This tunnel was not easy to get to a mishmash of abandoned city works under a concrete slab with a separate tunnel created probably by erosion. So, like, just weird in between buildings, like a ditch. It's you know, it's not doing good. Okay. yeah right. <clears throat> After traveling about 10 feet inside this offshoot, he regretted his decision to search here. Quote.
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like a great place <coughs> to search. Normally, you'd just be like, well, mm-hmm. I hope it comes back out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I really got to find my kitten.
1: hmm
0: I mean, if the kitty's in there, you're not going to, if a cat wants to escape, it's going to escape. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, well, there's nothing
1: you're going to do. In there. No,
0: you just hopefully you put some food outside and be like, I hope you come out. Mm-hmm. I hope nothing gets you. But I'll walk inside. Hopefully nothing gets me. Quote, I'll never forget it. End quote. But he continues, quote, it's said, go away. Go away. In a hissing voice. It's a golem. Go away. Go away. You had golems living underneath the streets of Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Then it took off down a long tunnel off to the side. I got out of there as fast as I could. I was shaking with fear. End quote. Since seeing the creature, the entrance to the tunnel had collapsed. So the article is in 1979. Oh, okay. This happened August of 1978. Mm -hmm. So in the interim, Yeah. Portly- Not while he was searching. No, right, no. This portly put together straight had collapsed a little bit. hmm Quote, I saw it where the tunnel turns. The last I saw, it was heading off into the dark. The passageway seemed to drop very quickly and go a long way back. End quote. The year 1978, the month again August, Cabbage Town, Toronto, Canada. Ernest, who never gave out his last name because he's, quote, in the phone book, I couldn't stand being called by a bunch of cranks. What? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he didn't want to be harassed by people about the monster, so. Okay. Barbara of her husband said, quote, I believe Ernie saw exactly what he says he did. He was terrified when he came back to the apartment, and he doesn't scare easily. Look, he's been known to have a drink in the past, like most people, and a tie went on. I'm sure it's a Canadian saying. What does that mean? Get drunk. Oh, that's all it does? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what he's up to. <laughs> Good timing, by the way. hmm But he's not a drunk, and he wasn't drinking all that day, end quote. The Sunday Sun had heard of Ernie's story and sought him out. He was not looking for the attention. Once the story got out, sewer workers had been sent in to inspect the hole, checking for hazards. I'm assuming there was many. Yeah, probably. It <clears throat> doesn't sound very safe. Nope. Well, they knew Ernie's story was strange but treated it like this, quote, People who work on the surface just don't know what it's like down there. It's a whole different world. Who would have thought a few years ago that people would live in sewers, and yet that's what they found in New York a few years back. Even Toronto. We've occasionally had to pull mattresses from the chamber beneath the manhole covers where the winos have been sleeping. The winos? Yeah, Got your wine house. I <laughs> know, oh, you got to pull up this mattress. Go home. Drink your wine at home. Imagine seeing a, a guy run off his mattress and be like, fuck, now I got to pick this up. Yeah. I want to touch that. Yeah, no. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Those guys would continue. I don't know what he saw down there, but I'll tell you one thing. If we could get in there, I sure as hell wouldn't get in there alone. End quote. What lurked in the subterranean domain of Toronto that odd 1978 summer? What was the monster of Cabbage Town? Whatever it was, it was never spotted again. Huh. Perhaps it wasn't a what though? What if it was in fact a who? The creature spoke. The metro sewer department worker was not wrong, the guy quoted earlier. Homeless people had been taking up residence in tunnels in several big cities, New York being a notable example. After all, that was where the mole people lived. The chuds <laughs> yes, the Chuds. Mm-hmm. The Mole people. Varens who feasted off human flesh and whose eyes had adapted to dim conditions, giving them the ability to see in the dark. They even spoke their own language. Mole. Molish. <laughs> is that what the language is called? The Molins. They speak Molish. Molish. M- yeah, I'm not going to try to make a which is the Mole people speak no, Molish. To. Yeah, it's Molish. We did it. Yeah, yeah it's done. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll have yeah, yeah. You want sausage with that? <laughs> okay. Well, of course, these stories were all hype, dehumanizing and demoralizing the people who, as fate would have it, now called the underground their home. This is a lot of fun legends. People making up about homeless people having a good time. Mm-hmm. People without a place to stay chose the tunnels over the streets because of their security. <clears throat> It was easier to be beaten up, harassed, or mistreated above ground than below. I mean, by many factors, you can imagine that being a problem. Yep. I was going to sleep in this tunnel. If I sleep on the sidewalk, I'm going to get kicked by some police officer.
1: hmm
0: Or some guy who just wants to kick me.
1: Some drunk asshole. Right.
0: Yeah. The eeriness of the tunnels would keep outsiders away, and for anyone that chose to make the sewers their home, a community would be born out of that camaraderie. So yeah, if you're just tough enough to live in the tunnel, isn't it doesn't like your family. I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe the Cabbage Town monster was simply a disheveled human being hiding in the sewers. Look, or... Looking for his ring. Looking for his ring. <laughs> My precious. Is it in Toronto? <laughs> or... Perhaps he was a Native American spirit. Mm. A meme Okay. Meme gacy. Yep. <clears throat> sure,
1: Our, that's a hundred percent pronounced correctly.
0: Oh, it's broken down. I made sure I found it. Oh, you, it, yeah. it is? it is. spelled like like meme. It spells like meme. Like meme spells like meme. Mm-hmm. So could, that could be you could make some fun joke on the internet about the the meme gacy. <laughs> I don't know. He likes memes. I don't know. That's all it is. I guess. Just, just
1: the John, Wayne gacy <clears throat> liking memes.
0: Wow! Yikes! That got real scary. <laughs> yeah. This Native American spirit dressed like a clown like in memes on the internet. Oh, God. (laughs) That's terrible. With bodies under his house. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, but not good. That's a different horror story. But that's not what we're talking about. No, it's not. A Meme Gwesi are again tiny Native... Again, I didn't say tell you what they were. I'm going to say again. A Meme Gwesi are tiny Native American spirits that dwell in rivers and can be spotted alongside the river banks. Now, Toronto built over most of its rivers and diverted a bunch of... Don't know how much you know about the under-construction of the city of Toronto.
1: Uh... I know about
0: 0% about okay. that. Well, a lot of rivers were redirected and the city was built over them and they used like tunnels and like, you know, just man-made stuff. No, no more. <clears throat> Rediverting rivers. So maybe those creatures are down there because of all the rivers. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And that, of course, little tidbit, I think that came from one of the uh, cryptidpedias that we always
1: end up on cryptid wiki. Yeah, cryptid yeah. wiki.
0: That's where that little nugget came from. They are the size of children and are extremely hairy. Sometimes their faces are narrow and they have no noses. The sounds they make can remind people of dragonflies. It's like a hype.
1: That fast
0: buzzing sound? Uh huh. Yep. They usually don't hurt anybody, but can knock canoes over and take things from people if disrespected. Yeah. Good little honor code here. Mm hmm. What'd you say to me? Knocks a canoe over. you talking shit. Get out of my way, ugly. Knocks a canoe over. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my little baby child was in there. Who Who, who's dead? ugly now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not you. Well, I cannot do what I did, so you're going to have to suffer now. <laughs> yeah. Start swimming. What's given is given, and what's given is punishment. Wow. Maybe Guacy is real aggressive. But generally, they don't hurt anybody. And according to certain uh, Ojibwe legends, children and medicine people can only see them. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, well, other tales claim they can appear to anybody, hmm. especially if they're given presents and the delicious treat known as tobacco. Hmm. Hey, man, can I have some of that? Just,
1: just a run around giving hairy kids uh,
0: <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a baby Gwacey. What kind of <laughs> slur did you call him? No, no, he's <laughs> just... I just... That's what he likes. He's a... He's a Native American spirit. Oh, what kind of thing are you trying to make this? No, I'm just... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I guess I'm going to jail. Yep. (laughs) Stick
1: my arms out. That's what I get from trying to
0: help an ancient Native American spirit. And they can also transform into little children to interact with any kid who feels scared or threatened in order to comfort them.
1: Yeah, so they go from being scary-looking, weird, hairy kids... Yeah, to uh, be like...
0: Hey, dude, who, what happened? Yeah. Did you get, Did somebody steal your lunch money? It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. But they're terrified of adults. They'll freak out if like, an, if like a normal adult happens to see them in some mm-hmm. stories. Like, ah! Well. <clears throat> Their name may derive from the Ojibwe word for Harry. And they may have been created from tree bark. Interesting. Yeah. But then again, what if the Cabbage Town monster was something even more ancient? Where would it have come from? During the early 1800s, the hollow earth theory was all the rage.
1: Oh, man. The hollow earth theory. How do
0: you feel about the hollow earth theory?
1: It's something. It's got some interesting thoughts in there.
0: Yeah, it definitely inspires a lot of cool fan fiction people like to make up. Mm -hmm. I mean, Journey to the Center of the Earth being the most notable example. But I mean, you know, this was...
1: Oh, go ahead. We haven't... Are you going to touch on the hollow earth theory here? Because
0: it's literally just touching on it. Yes. Okay.
1: Because yeah, we have, we've never talked about it before.
0: No, I figure we need to just introduce this a little bit, but it's nothing too major. Okay. I mean, (coughs) excuse me. That theory is major. (coughs) Oh yeah. Excuse me. But I'm not going to, I'm not talking about the hollow earth theory for the entire rest of this podcast. No. Because that would, I mean, that would
1: be a whole podcast.
0: Well, this, this was, and is of course the belief to those who don't know that the earth is made up of several layers, with any one of these layers being a potential home for a race of subterranean human-like societies brimming with potential resources. Mm -hmm. John Clevy Sims Jr., a a United States Army Captain who was stationed in Missouri Territory until the War of 1812, when in 1814 he was sent off to Canada, had said, quote, I declare the earth is hollow and habitable within, containing a number of solid concentric spheres with one within the other and that is open at the poles one or 16 degrees there's holes in both ends of the earth i pledge my life in support of this truth and i'm ready to explore the hollow if the world would support my undertaking sounds like his proclamation to the earth i ask 100 brave companions well equipped to start from siberia in the fall season with reindeer and sleighs on the ice of frozen sea, I engage we find a warm and rich land stocked with thrift vegetables and animals, if not men, on reaching one degree northward latitude 62. We will return in the succeeding spring. Okay. He really wanted to go to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. Like really, 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 really wanted to. But he could not receive funding to do so. Despite spending... Decide, despite sending this proclamation, this declaration to 500 heads of state. So he sends it to like every country on the earth. And he's like, hey, who wants to pay for this?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> well, Man, I'm surprised nobody paid for it because people pay for a lot of worse, weird, weirder things.
0: What if I told you somebody wanted to? Okay. Well, that is until a highly influential introvert of sound scientific mind took an interest in his theory. And promised to support it. This person? President John Quincy Adams. Awesome. America's on board for this shit. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's find it. Nuke it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get in there. But unfortunately, Adams, even though he promised his support, only served one term as president. And when Andrew Jackson was elected after him, he nixed the project. So it was like
1: in the works. Man, we could be living at the center of the earth right now.
0: No, Andrew Jackson had other priorities. He wanted to, it's a lot of wiping out and genocide he chose instead of just having fun trying to explore the middle of the earth. He could have wiped out the people in the middle of the earth (laughs) instead. I'm sure if somebody told him they were for sure in there, he would (laughs) have been like, I'm in, let's do it. They got to go. Yeah. What, deviants living under American soil? Get in there. Mm -hmm. He probably would have blew up half the continent. America would have just been a hole in the ground because he had to kill the earth people. He had to hunt the mole men. <coughs> okay, J- okay, Andrew, get out of here. That's why he's on the $20 bill. He killed all the mole men. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. He had his big cheese wheel, and he killed all the mole men. Mm-hmm. He fed them poison cheese. and now No, he didn't. What? <laughs> John Quincy Adams is the only president to have publicly uh, sought out communications with the mole people. I love that. uh, He would would have loved to have some kind of communication with him. His scientific aspirations did lead him to securing funds for the Smithsonian Institution. Just no treaties with the mole men living under the earth. Sims died in 1829 at the height of his popularity. He never got to visit or even try to visit what lurks below. Damn. But what does lurk below, if anything? Mm Huh. Hollow Earth theory is only the beginning when it comes to people's ideas. And like Sims, these individuals have plenty of evidence Mm -hmm. to back them up. Quote, oh God, yes. I did not sit in a dark room and come up with this theory, nor go looking for it. I have traveled and been to 50 countries to research it. It took the form of meeting people who tell of experiences of seeing people often in positions of power, change from human to reptilian form, and back again in front of their eyes. End quote. These quotes are, of course, from David Ike, former talk show host, footballer, and now true believer in the shape-shifting reptoid conspiracy. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah. This is a little companion piece to my story on the uh, our story on the lizard man of Bishopsville. Mm -hmm. Just you know, get back in there, lizard men. Yeah, yeah, reptoids. Yeah, reptoids. You know what's a nice well to fall down the internet? Quote. I bet the hybrids became demigods, part human, part god. They were obviously perceived as gods. The hybrid bloodlines were the ones that became the royal families of the worlds. Uh, You want to keep going with this? Oh, yeah.
1: Let's keep this rolling.
0: (laughs) In the Chinese Empire, they claim the right to be emperor because they are descended from the serpent god. Okay. Wow. All right. It is all founded on the myth of dragon, and they all come from the reptilian connection to justify their right to rule. Look at ancient texts and the Bible. Uh Do you really think the snake in the Garden of Eden was really a snake?
1: No. Yes. I think it's the devil.
0: Well, do you? Hmm. Quote. Do I? These are all from David Icke. Yeah, do you? I don't know. Do you really think the snake in the Garden of Eden was really a snake? Well, I don't know, man. What do you got to tell me about this? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean... I thought so. Quote. In texts around the world, you find recurring these Garden of Eden situations involve reptilian entities. The Hebrew name for snake means two-legged, standing, upright, humanoid reptile. Uh, Very specific. I find that hard to believe, to I be honest. Could have looked it up. Didn't, didn't do that. I wasn't into that right
1: now. I don't speak Hebrew, though, so I uh, don't know.
0: Could have looked it up. Could have made sure. But I'm just going to let that sit there for a moment. Nope, we're taking that as fact. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit in my iPad. That would have been hilarious. Oh, wow. The whole obsession of interbreeding among royals and big banking and political families is to hold the genetic structure together because it would quickly be diluted if they bred outside it. There are also forces on this planet that do not want this. So in case you were worried, not everybody's in on the reptiles. Like, some people want to fight them. Yeah, sounds like David Icke wants to fight them. I think he does. Yeah. He's also said like he's the son of God and certain things. He's got a lot to talk about. Yeah, well, he, I mean... <clears throat> Maybe the people who want to fight the uh, the reptiles are the Thunderbirds. Hmm. Saying, well, just keeping it. Just thing. maybe they're the ones. Don't get caught in the idea they're all powerful. If they were all powerful, they would have taken over a long time ago. But there is an Illuminat, Illuminati of interbreeding families.
1: Of the li- lizard people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because there's pure bloods, there's hybrids. There's a lot of cool stuff in here the illuminati of lizard people <clears throat> the illumin there's no way to combine those two words together in anything cool <clears throat> excuse me i'm recovering from a sickness but i'm not sick of lizard people
1: hmm.
0: I'm no longer down with the sickness now how does ike feel about people who are critical of his theory
1: uh, he's probably
0: what do you think he how do you he think he's hurt by their comments
1: yeah probably but but he says he's not
0: <laughs> fair that's probably correct Quote, I don't care if people believe it. I'm interested in what is going on, not winning popularity contests. And it's true. He doesn't care because everything about this is absolutely fantastic and monumentally ridiculous. This is my kind of fan fiction. Yeah, it's good. Except we're living it. Cool. Fun. hmm In fact, as far as fiction goes, I'm often left wondering if he wasn't inspired by the plot of the original cartoon G.I. Joe movie. Are you familiar with this film? No, I'm not. All right. Well, you're going to be uh, get a little summary here about its core concept, Okay, <clears throat> which is very good. Because G.I. Joe, this makes sense. This would be a plot of a G.I. Joe movie.
1: Yeah, what's Cobra Commander up to?
0: Where it's revealed the terrorist organization known as Cobra has been secretly supported by a race of underground reptilian humanoid hybrids. That makes sense for G.I. Joe. The ruling elite, <laughs> right? The ruling elite of Corporal Law, that's the organization, looks more human. Some have snake bodies. Like there's like upper human torsos with like snake tails, scales, reptilian like demon wings on mm-hmm. some guys. Yeah. But human, well, an unmasked Corporate Commander himself was a bipedal lizard man creature.
1: Oh, I didn't know that
0: one. Yeah, Corporal Commander, the whole cartoon, he's a lizard man. Huh. The entire time. I didn't know. In the comics, he's a used car salesman who decides to change the world. cartoon lizard man. Huh. Just deal with that. That's what he is. Now, this society even used subliminal mind control to implant secret hidden inspirations into Dr. Mindbender's dreams, encouraging and leading him to merge all of history's best leaders and dictators into Serpentor, a man who, of course, dresses like a snake 24-7. Wait, he dresses like a snake? He wears, like, snake armor, yes. Oh. If you get in your phone after this and just look up Sir Patentor, you will be like, "Oh my god!" What I was is just this? confused because I was like, "What does a snake dress like?" <clears throat> oh, like <laughs> right? Yeah, he's just naked. He's a snake. Yeah, I'm a snake. I'm a snake. Uh, <laughs> could you
1: please put some clothes on, yeah. Sir? Yeah, stop <laughs> quit wiggling around yeah. like that.
0: I just like to wiggle like a snake. Yeah. Look no. at look at my snake tail, Sir. It's not a snake tail. <laughs> yeah. That's something else. No. Please, this is pants. No, but his helmet's like a snake. His like his face is in like a, yeah, I a think, snake. yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. He's about. absurd. And in the cartoon, because they're putting a bunch of dictators together, and I I forgot who, but one of the because like they go to all these burial sites and grab like DNA from like history's like greatest leaders. It's like well, this is gonna be scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then one of them gets fucked up, so the last minute stand in. For Serpentor's genetic code before he becomes a living being was they take the DNA from Sergeant Slaughter. So Sergeant Slaughter's blood lives Wait. within him. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. Like the the, the wrestler, wrestler. <laughs> wrestler is a G.I. Joe. Yes. He's voiced by Sergeant Slaughter and he's a character in like the last few seasons of the show.
1: I did not know that either. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's cool. There's yeah. a reason why you don't get they don't make too many GI Sergeant Slaughter barely gets made as an action figure because his rights are all weird. He's mm-hmm. like wrestling and himself. And it's like, but Sergeant Slaughter, he had the Slaughter's Marauders, his whole special team. Okay. Yeah, anyways, it's a whole thing. All right. But anyways, this came out in like 1987. David Icke wasn't doing stuff until the 90s. This predates his nonsense. So I'm just saying, did he watch G.I. Joe? Like, maybe. Yeah. You know? Except instead of making the snake people like the terrorist, he made them all the, he made them like, it's like, what if G.I. Joe's the snake people in his world? It's like, no, it's all the good guys, but they're bad. They're the guys in power. As opposed to this upstart terrorist organization trying to conquer the world. <laughs> huh. And you think the fact that Corber Commander hisses like a snake, maybe people should have thought that was a dead giveaway. Right? Because he does that. Yeah. But people just thought he was a man. When he find he's a snake person, He's like, oh, okay, I guess. Oh, that makes sense.
1: I mean, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> those are some examples of what a humanoid reptile can look like. But what are others? I'm going to take you to Reptoids.com. Oh, man. Back yeah, to Reptoids.com. back to Reptoids.com. Reptoid physical forms appear to be as varied as those of humans, and even more so. They share certain physical attributes, such as a humanoid form, one head, two arms, two legs, and some, but not all the following, bearded or scaled skin like a lizard or serpent. The scales, <clears throat> the scales, scoots larger on broad areas such as the back and chest and the hands, face, and other malleable areas of the body have small scales that allow finer flexing. A slightly large, slightly back-sloping cranium, <clears throat> sometimes appearing conical, with two bony ridges that begin near the brow region of the forehead and extend backwards. Two slit or almond-shaped eyes with either vertical or circular pupils, <clears throat> vertical indicates adaptation to low-light environments. Circular to near-surface or lighted environments. Hmm. Two ears, small holes, one on each side of their heads that may or may not be covered by thin scales. A flat and wide nose with a very little bridge area in between. Lipless mouths with varying definition. I'll just say definition. Very muscular and trim torso with strong arms and legs. Mm. So Lizard Man's looking good. Thick. Yeah, he's a thick Lizard Man. He's looking great. Imagine Lizard Man's quads. Yeah, man, get pumped. Mm -hmm. Four to six digits on each hand, covered by fine scales, so just kind of like whatever. Four to six,
1: so (laughs) just an average of five?
0: Yeah, so human. Yeah, what is that? Right. Tails that have been seen to be as long as four feet to as small as 18 inches. Some do not have tails at all, only a small bump at the base of the spine. So, would these possibly extraterrestrial beings hailing from a light spectrum humans can't see live within the Earth? Reptoids.com says...
1: I know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me. It says yes.
0: Oh man! Scientists usually find new species of mammals and reptiles in geologically remote areas, such as forest canopies, cliff overhangs, caves, caverns, underground rivers, deep ocean volcanic vents, and subglacial geothermal packets. Packets. Pockets? There you go. Small, (laughs) geologically remote ecosystems usually contain animal life forms that are strangely unique. This is because the animal's ancestors had somehow been separated from their larger parent species population, resulting in a sharp reduction of genetic averages within the surviving group. When this happens, the surviving group's evolution accelerates, and morphological adaptations formed to the stresses of their surrounding environment began to occur in fewer generations. Eventually, enough time passes. And they become a distinct species of their own. So, I mean, the good news is that lizard people believers believe in evolution. That's nice. That's good. They believe in science. They got that, at least. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The more unique and stable the ecosystem and the more remote it is, the greater the chance there is for finding new species of animals. Eyewitness encounters also take place along the fringes of society, where tree lines meet rural communities and where there are densely thicketed habitats, such as swamps, and isolated lakes. So just basically where people aren't at all the time. Right. <clears throat> Secluded, wooded, just nature, basically. I haven't discovered anything new in my house. So. What if you go upstairs and there's a reptoid in your bed? I would be a little upset. What would you say to him? Get out of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> just, you don't acknowledge what he is? Just yeah. like, Get out of my bed.
1: You can show me that later, but you get the couch, man. That's my bed.
0: This is my snake's tail. No,
1: it's not. No. You're being a creep. I got to wash the sheets now because I don't know you.
0: No, we don't know what's in your scales. No. Where did you come from?
1: Inside the earth?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Show me that later. Right now. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to rest. Yeah. Can I recover? Can we have this conversation tomorrow morning?
1: Yeah. I'll make coffee.
0: It'll be fine make your breakfast. We can yeah. talk about it then. Do you like eggs or is that too close to home? Mm. Like, yeah. You know. They're bird eggs. And he's like, "Yeah, I hate the thunderbirds." Okay. Cool. That's not quite what they are. Yeah, thunderbirds. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Yeah, we're going to eat thunderbird eggs. Yep. That's what this is. I feast on the flesh of my enemies. Fine.
1: Sure. All right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get out of my bed. Yep, you got it. Tomorrow Man, Reptoids.com, what a treat. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the gift that keeps on giving. And this episode, of course, is basically a companion piece to Bishop the Lizard Monster. Mm-hmm. And even a little bit of the uh, Trickster Transformer characters I mentioned last week. <clears throat> Perhaps the reptilian ape-like creatures humans occasionally see, like the Cabbage Town Monster or even the Bishop the Lizard Man, are lesser intelligent offshoots of the purebloods and hybrid reptilians that allegedly call the halls of power their homes, or perhaps they're offshoots who refuse to align themselves with the goal of world domination. Shame. Or maybe, and perhaps most likely, if I was to believe any theory, because that's what we're doing here, just believing theories. Blindly. (laughs) Yes. Without question, I believe all of these now. Did you say that? Is it fact- Right. And of course, I knew by talking about these, I'm just perpetuating the nonsense, but you know what? Here we are. <clears throat> but perhaps those kind of creatures, the ones that are maybe more primal, more animalistic, are stuck in the middle of this like the rest of us, living in a world that is being bent to reptile will, guilty of only their own inhuman nature and nothing more. One thing is for certain, when I'm thinking about reptiles living in the sewers of a major city, all I really want to talk about are four teenage brothers who pound pizza, punch ninjas, and dish out killer catchphrases. Hell oh, yeah. Cowbunga, dude. bunga dudes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's the story of the Cabbage Town monster of Toronto.
1: Are the teenage mutant ninja turtles part of the Illuminati of lizard people?
0: It's worth thinking about.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm gonna think about that because why wouldn't I? That sounds fun to think about,
0: <clears throat> right? Or they would they be looked at because they are mutated? Would they look at like maybe they're not? They don't consider? They consider them pure? They're not pure.
1: They're not part of the real <clears throat> lizard people. They were mutated out of real lizards. They're not even lizards, yeah, so like they're fake. amphibians. But
0: and in Ninja Turtles, there is also the Triceratons are a race of alien anthropomorphic humanoid triceratops.
1: So did David Icke get all his ideas from cartoons. <laughs> 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 yeah, he
0: was 80, he was reading eighties comic books and watching eighties cartoons. and was like this is real now. Hmm. I mean, that's that's a fun world to live in.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: But how many videos do I have to watch of of like the queen and like her eye supposedly turning into a lizard eye and like no and her teeth look weird? Yeah, she's an old woman. Mm-hmm. She's not a lizard, or is she? Or is she? Why else would there be royal families? They must be lizard people.
1: I mean, some of those videos, you do see some weird stuff. <laughs> You're like, well, right. oh, that's weird. But, but but if I saw that video and somebody hadn't said, like, hey, you want to see proof of a lizard person? <laughs> I wouldn't ever think, oh, just without that outside information. If I just watch the video, I'm like, oh, that's strange. I'm not going to be like, oh, that's very lizard-like.
0: Right. Yeah, I bet she's a reptile yeah. who shapeshifts and rules the world. Yeah. As opposed to being like, what's wrong with her? Is she okay? Yeah. She looks fucked up. Is that all right? Yeah, stuff like that. I
1: don't know. Should she see a doctor? I'm not, write- <clears throat> not writing off that there aren't lizard people out there. Am I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, there, there's definitely some weird stuff. But
0: Yeah. I just love, love stumbling into somebody's fan fiction that became like a worldwide phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're killing it. And you can only imagine how much... Cool stuff. Again, I'll put that in quotes. Cool stuff is inside of these books. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Write those books. Right. Absolutely. And you know what people should do if they want? They can write me an email if you've seen a lizard person.
1: Yeah, you we're,
0: should. We're in feared podcast at gmail.com. We're on all the social medias. We're feared, Patreon, we're feared too. No spaces. We're all everywhere. So if you want to tell me about lizard people.
1: And if you've seen a lizard person,
0: we want to know about it. Yeah, let us know. Because... We haven't. The I mean, maybe they're all around us. Maybe we have.
1: Well, that's true. That's a good point.
0: But we don't know, so we're living. We're living in ignorance.
1: Yeah, just thinking lizard people aren't out there. Yeah, and they're all around us. Yeah, what a better world. Ruling our lives.
0: The world where the lizard people are ruling our lives. I mean, Donatello was pretty smart. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And Michelangelo was a party dude.
1: Yeah, he seemed like it'd be fun to hang out with.
0: Yeah. And wouldn't how much beer does Michelangelo pound when he's like older? Because yeah, he's, he's a teenage. Not a teenage. Yeah, when he's twenty-one-year-old adult man, turtle. <laughs>
1: adult man, ninja turtle. Right. It's like. Adult oof. mutant.
0: <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, teenage. just grown adult mutant ninja turtle.
1: Yeah. It's just as catchy. Just pounding beers. Just yeah. Pounding pizza. Uh huh. It's a good life. Yeah, that sounds pretty good.
0: And I mean, the way they're living in those, well, the way they live anyways, in the sewers, they got a whole thing set up. Yeah. Perfect.
1: You can skateboard down there.
0: Yes. Rip it up. Tear it up. Beat some Foot Clan ass. Yeah. Slap around up, and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Or whoever you want to slap around. Throw Shredder in a garbage truck, hang out with Casey Jones. Yeah, why not? All cool stuff. Just do it. Maybe they're the heroes that we need against the lizard people. <clears throat> 'Cause they know what it's like to live that life, but not.
1: hmm They're not true lizard people. No. They can infiltrate them.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know they would just wear a disguise and like oh that would obviously be an episode. I mean they battle aliens. Mm-hmm. So I mean They go to different dimensions. Yes. Time travel. There's a whole lot of stuff <laughs> they do. These turtles are get to get up to a lot of shit. They sure do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, Well, what the turtles don't get up to, everyone else listening should get up to, and that is getting and staying spooky.
1: Yeah, stay spooky. All
0: right, guys, think about lizard people. All right, (laughs) bye.